Hey y'all, you're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey y'all, we're back, episode 37 of Damsels in Detroit, and I'm sitting here with Bria Brown. She is pretty much a media powerhouse, so I'm excited to talk to her today um, just about all of the things that she does and how she can be an asset to you all out there that are, you know, branding and business owners and all this stuff. So let's get into her bio and then we'll ask some questions. Bria J. Brown is a CBS 62 slash CW50 digital producer shaping the stories of Detroit. Her passion for authentic storytelling led her to found Bria Brown Enterprises, a portfolio of businesses including lifestyle brand and TV show Bria Brown Live, EPK by BBE, which is an electronic press kit service, BBE Gives Back Foundation, and Bria Brown Merch. Bria also serves as the vice president of print for the Detroit chapter of the National Association of Black Journalists. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Your makeup is always popping. Oh, thank you. I did this myself. So <laughs> Well, it looks good. Thank you. It's like a nice little like natural. Thank natural you. Beat. Thank you. I'm excited to have you today. I'm excited to be here. Yay. <laughs> okay, let's get into our questions. Okay. We have lots to talk about. Uh oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first what got you into doing media? Oh man. Um, it started a very long time ago. Um I'll say it started as a kid. I just always loved to talk. Um, and then I found out that I could get paid to talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, I started with an internship in high school at Channel 7 uh, with Carolyn Clifford. I was their first high school student to oh, do an internship there. That's nice. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and that's when, like, social media was starting to, you know, kind of change and really drive the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to produce some stories there. Okay. Um, and once I got my foot in the door, I didn't want to quit there. Yeah. Um, went to Oakland, studied uh, broadcast journalism, mm-hmm. and just did internships until I was really able to professionally get my foot in the door. Okay. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. What was it like for you to be in a, uh, to be a high school student and kind of like be in that newsroom setting? I mean, it was, I will say it was intimidating mm-hmm. um, because... Breaking news is happening and the newsroom was going crazy. Right. Because, you know, they want to be the first to have it. They want to make sure they have all their information correct. Um, But it was also I absorbed everything. I kept those connections um, and I was grateful for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So can you talk more about your role at CBS 62? Yes, I can. (laughs) So I'm a digital producer at CBS 62. So basically everything that you see on the web, I do. Everything that you see on social media, I do. For people to really understand, I tell them that, I'm a basically a reporter behind the scenes. Okay. So everything you see a reporter do on TV, I do the same thing. I'm just not on camera. Mm-hmm. So okay. Yeah. I always wondered what the producer because like there's so many different yeah. layers. So there's like so I'm a digital producer. Mm-hmm. So that means like I deal with everything socially, yep. um, Instagram, Twitter, our mm-hmm. website. I'm starting to get my hands a little bit into actually producing the shows. Okay. Um, but that's a totally different producer. Mm-hmm. So. Always have to yeah. explain that to people so that they know. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I do social for work too full time. Mm-hmm. But like, I kind of, I know how I have to like operate on a day to day. But for a newsroom, mm-hmm. like what is that like having to do social? Do you get to, are you able to plan out content in advance? Are you, or does everything kind of have to be like, this just happened. So let me post about this now. So my situation is unique mm-hmm. because CBS 62, we technically don't have a newscast. Okay. So at my previous job in Flint, when I was the digital content producer there, it was always on the go. Whenever something happened, you have to write it up extremely fast, make sure all your facts are correct, put it on the web, push it out on social media. Mm-hmm. Here, it's a little bit different. Um, we still want to have news fast, but yeah. it's not like, it's not intense, okay. if I can yeah. kind of say it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am more so of... Finding, you know, your local community stories, um, making sure that we kind of have that different, you know, aspect mm-hmm. of instead of like two, four and seven. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit different, but it's also cool, too, because 
my station is also CW50. Okay. And we just launched our newscast, CW mm-hmm. um, CW50 News at 10. Okay. So now we're kind of getting back into that, you know, breaking news and making sure you have all the information that you need. Okay. So I was kind of out of it, but now I'm going back into your regular news um, station. Okay. So... And then what are your hours like? Because when I saw you last week, you're like, I've been up since 345. And I'm like, ma'am. Yeah, so that that was a little bit different just okay. because of what I had going on that day. Okay. I am lucky right now because I have regular, I would say regular business hours. Okay. So I work from maybe 8 o'clock, 830 mm-hmm. until 530 or 6. Okay. Um, but when I was in Flint, my hours were changing. Mm-hmm. So I did the day shift, which is basically 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Oh, wow. I did the early morning shift. I only had to do that, that like maybe once or twice, mm-hmm. which is you get there at 6 a.m., you're off at 3 p.m. Okay. And then the last shift that I did, I was night shift. So I started at 3 p.m. and I was done at midnight. Okay. But because um, it depends on what's going on in sports. Yeah. So if you have like a national sports event happening, you have to wait until national is done. Mm-hmm. Then local news can come on. So I was at work sometimes almost 12 hours a day. Lord. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people don't realize. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you have those national cut-ins, local, we can't do anything about that. National overranks local. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand that. Right. So they get mad when they're... Their soap operas are mm-hmm. cut are into, or yeah, or Family yeah. Feud isn't on, and all of that. So I get all those emails oh. all the time. Oh lord! <laughs> if somebody is emailing you asking why Family Feud is not on, no, right really, now. I used to have to take those phone calls. Like, oh, they were calling. They would call. Yeah. So oh. at my old station, they would call and say, "Why isn't Ellen on?" Oh, can y'all lord. please turn off so and so? Or I don't want to hear President Trump turn him off. That's fair. <laughs> that one is fair. <laughs> like it would, it would just be. Com- it was, it was insane. But I mean, that's that's what. Well, comes then, with what the do job. you have to tell them? Like, I have to tell them what I just told you. Okay. Like that is a national program. Okay. We are only a local station, so we don't have that advantage. You know, to just turn off or have okay. a switch. It'll be back shortly. <laughs> just be patient. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I wanted to go through the different pillars of your business because, as I just read in your bio, there are quite a few of them, mm-hmm. and they're all different and all, like, necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. So first I want to talk about Bria Brown Live, which is a local television platform that gives a voice to those mm-hmm. that would be otherwise unheard, and I got that from your website. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so can you talk more about the show, like, what kind of guests you interview or have interviewed, mm-hmm. um, and then where people can watch? Absolutely. So. So I will be honest and say that the show has been on a hiatus Mm -hmm. simply because of life. Right. Um, But I am in the process of, you know, starting it back. Mm -hmm. Um, But that started, like you said, because I wanted to give a platform to those who were otherwise unheard. Yeah. Um, Media is it's. It's very negative. Yeah. I can be honest and say that. Um, And a lot of times when I was watching the news, a lot of my peers, it's just like, dang, y'all don't even have that opportunity to showcase what you're doing, like you, for instance, mm-hmm. or, you know, other people that I know. So I wanted to give them a platform to share their own story yeah. um, and just be free, you mm-hmm. know, to have that uh, positive place to to be. Um, so I've interviewed different people. I've interviewed authors. Um, I interviewed, I'm trying to think of all the people that I interviewed. Mm-hmm. I've interviewed AP. Um, She used to be on the radio. I've Uh interviewed uh, Dawn Jameson. She's an author. I interviewed Q Morgan. He's a host. um, And at the time, he was a gospel singer. And I'm trying to think of all the other people that I've interviewed. It's been a lot of people. I know. I was looking through (laughs) when I was going through your website. I was like, oh, look at all these people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. But then I also extended that. Um, and I actually went to New York. Okay. The, um, the place where I broadcast the show from is called Orion Neighborhood Television. Mm-hmm. And it's a public government access channel. Um, so you can find it on Channel 10 and Channel 99. Mm-hmm. And um, they let me take their equipment to New York. Oh, nice. For the Youth Over, the youth over Guns event, I believe. Okay. Um, and I went there and I shot this whole like documentary style 
um, video mm -hmm. and they let me air it on the network. So it was pretty dope. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Is it, are you very comfortable on camera naturally or did that take some getting used it to? It took some time. Okay. Um, it still takes time now. Yeah. Just simply because, and I was literally just talking about this, simply because um, I... I was trained to give you straight news, straight facts. Okay. So when it comes to my show where I have to be myself, I kind of have to tear off those layers mm -hmm. and really find out, okay, who is Bria? Right. Like, is she that straightforward person that, good evening, da da yeah. da da Or is she, <laughs> hey, y'all, how y'all doing? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's still taking time. I do like being behind the scenes a okay. little bit more yeah just because you get to make more moves mm -hmm. um and behind the scenes rocks yeah. so but i still love camera i don't okay. want people to think like oh so she's just getting away from it no it's coming back it's coming back don't worry it's coming back this year um it's funny that you said that because my first episode that i recorded mm -hmm. um i was at a different studio but <clears throat> it was it was just different so mm -hmm. i like kind of just I was like, I'm just going to try this out and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and I remember I sent the episode around to, like, my friends and, like, my family. And I was like, okay, give me feedback. Like, yeah. I want to know. And they're like, you sound so structured. Or, like, you sound like you're working. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, yep. okay. So with that journalism background, I I definitely agree. Like, it's hard sometimes. It to, is hard. To peel that back because you were taught this is how you should ask questions absolutely this is how you should prepare for an interview so even mm -hmm. though I'm interviewing my friends and people that I know I still was in like work mode mm -hmm. and it's like okay the crazy thing is though like I've been doing this since 2013 mm -hmm. I want to say and I just realized what I told you yeah yesterday okay it so takes time. It takes time. And like having to watch yourself back and like I don't. Back. I do not like no, watching. No. I don't. Mm -mm. I can, yeah. I don't like watching myself on TV. Yeah. I don't like the way I sound. Um, really? Yeah. I think you have a nice voice. Thank you. I, I appreciate <laughs> that. I just, I don't like it. Okay. Mm -mm. Yeah. Sometimes I have to be in the mood to like listen back to myself. And it's not because I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> like I can't stand how I sound. It's just like. I could either do this or do something else right now. <laughs> and lately I've been like, I'm about to do something else. So, But it's so good. Mm -hmm. You have such a great podcast. Thank you. So I don't just, just don't listen to yourself on it. You know, but I have, so if I was one of those people where like, I just posted the episode, like the audio and whatever, mm -hmm. like I wouldn't probably listen back. Cause I'm like, well, I was a present for the conversation. So right. I don't need to listen. But right. I think, cause I always pull a quote from whoever I interviewed. So yes. I have to go back and yeah. listen. But yeah, that's, yeah, we'll get better. We'll work on <laughs> we it. We are. It's, it's a daily progress. <laughs> yes. Okay, so EPK by BBE. This yes. is what I'm really excited to talk about because <laughs> press kits. Yes, so electronic important. press kits. So yes. I say that it's an extory, or not an extory, wow, an extension of mm -hmm. storytelling. Yeah. Um, because I'm still sharing your story. Mm -hmm. I don't want people to think that I'm a graphic designer because I am not. I make sure to tell people that. Yeah very first thing i'm not a graphic designer uh -huh. so if you're looking for flyers all that stuff right. i can't do that don't call me i can direct you to someone yeah. who can do that for you but um like i said this is an extension of storytelling and i always tell people if you want to know what it uh, what an electronic press kit is mm -hmm. to me it's a resume for your brand right it's a resume for your business so why would you go to a job interview without a resume mm -hmm. Think of the same thing for your brand and for your business. Why right. would you try and, you know, get business partners or work with um, different people and you don't have anything to show for your brand? Mm -hmm. You need more than Instagram. You right. need more than a website. You yeah. need more than Twitter. So mm -hmm. that's what that is. So ideally, how long would you say a press kit should be? One pager, two pages? So I think it's unique for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, personally, for myself, I believe I did like a five page. Okay. Um, press kit just because I have so much. Right. Um, a one page is perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. I just did a one page for um someone. One to two pages, I would say. Mm -hmm. But then again, like I said, it always depends on what your brand offers and ultimately what you want. I'm not gonna tell you, no, you can't do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you that. Mm -hmm. Whatever you want and whatever you feel is best for your brand, your business, your blog, whatever it mm -hmm. is. Okay, I'll make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
So do you recommend that if someone goes to a networking event, should they have like a portfolio with their electronic press kits to hand out physically? Like should they print it out and hand it to people along with a business card? Or are you like strictly one of the people that's like, don't hand people like collateral like that because it could end up in the trash like mm-hmm. email mm-hmm. Like, what's your what are your thoughts? i'm i'm honestly both okay because when i go places for instance last week mm-hmm. we were both on that panel yeah um i told everyone was already following me that mm-hmm. i spoke with on social media right. but then they still wanted a business card mm-hmm. so for me, for the press kits, yeah, they're digital, but you, I send them as a hyper-linked uh, PDF. Okay. So you can send that to someone on their phone, and boom, they'll have that mm-hmm. information right then and there. And then those hyperlinks, that is something that can take you directly to their Twitter account, their right. social, you know, their social media accounts, yeah. their website. So I think it, I think it depends on the person, but I would say both mm-hmm. because I technically do both, so I yeah. can't x out one or the other yeah yeah i don't think i've ever actually handed somebody a physical copy of my media kit really i don't, think I, I don't even have a physical copy of my own media either. kit. i don't have a i just thought of house <laughs> <laughs> like, i don't have a physical copy of my yeah. own media kit yeah i think i've just done it via email because mm-hmm. it just i don't and i'm iffy about business cards too because I remember one time I went to this event and I handed one to somebody and it was the first time that somebody was ever like no and it wasn't like because she didn't want it she's like I'm gonna throw it out like I just I get business cards and like I just have so many and I can't remember and Mm -hmm. then I lose them or throw them away so she was like just you can email me like whatever and I was like dang I've never heard anybody say that before but now I remember at my last job I had so many business cards I mean like hundreds (laughs) I get so many. Yeah, just I do get so many. Sitting at my desk and I was like, I don't know what to do. And it was like I didn't have a need or opportunity at that time to connect with some of the people that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I mean, they were sitting and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I feel bad for throwing it away because like somebody sat and designed these and like paid. So to I get have them a printed. question. Mm-hmm. When you did look at them, did you at least like follow them on social media? <clears throat> did you at least send them your number? Some. Or, okay. Some. Okay. If I felt like there was like a connection there and we could like work together in the mm-hmm. future, but because I was working at a government job and like once okay. I was leaving, I was like, I don't think that I'm gonna. Yeah, just, just toss. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna just throw them away. Like I feel bad. Just but, toss. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. So I guess that's something to think about too. Like. But I don't know. Would you count your press kit as a business card? I could, yeah. Okay. I re- I think I could because ultimately a business card gives you like, you know, phone number, short, yeah. short bites of information. Mm-hmm. But the press kits, they go a little bit more in depth. Yeah. But a lot of people that I've encountered they kind of claim it as a business card yeah. too mm-hmm. so i mean it's just showcasing your information mm-hmm. in a unique way yeah and then if somebody wants to come and like consult with you do you do mm-hmm. one-on-one consultations before you make them so i have to okay um so what happens is you go on my website briabrownenterprises.com mm-hmm. and you go to epk by bbe mm-hmm. there's a little tab there for that um i have different epks on display that i've already created Mm -hmm. i have the questions that you'll probably want to know like how much does it cost how long will it take you to do this Mm -hmm. are there edit charges blah 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 and then i have you fill out a document for me so that i at least have some information okay once i have that information then i either email you or call you so Mm -hmm. that i can get a little bit more detail Mm -hmm. and then i'll be honest it takes me about a week and a half to two weeks because a lot of the times I get in my own way. Yeah. And I, I've done this before, too. Um, I've completed a whole EPK, finished it, and then I trashed it. Oh, no. And started over. Okay. Because I didn't like it. Yeah. So. I hate when that happens, but also <laughs> love when that happens yeah. because, like, you'll take a step away and then come back and be mm-hmm. like, what was I doing? Yeah. No, really. <laughs> like, that's how it was. Like, I took a step back. And I was just like, this is. Mm-mm. Yeah. Why don't I just move this over here? Mm-hmm. Why don't I change these colors a little bit? Yeah. Why don't I add this different font and all that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I ha- I have my own creative process. Yeah. So, but once I'm in the groove, I really am in the groove. Okay. And you cannot get me out. Okay. I've been up until maybe five or six o'clock making EPKs mm-hmm. and not realizing that it's that late. Yeah. Or that early, mm-hmm. rather. So yeah. Um. Okay. 
Now we're gonna talk about merch. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You were so gracious to bring me of course some merch today. Of course, very excited, and yeah. you have on a cute crew neck. I right do now. I do. So, what inspired you to create merch for your brand? And do you have any like new pieces or colorways coming that you can tell us about? Well, honestly, the merchandise was a segue for the foundation. Okay. So. Every purchase, um, 10% of that will go towards sending a uh, student journalist to the National Association of Black Journalists Mm -hmm. Convention, which is in July. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really why I did it. And I also did it, you know, to market. Right. Um, Get my name out there and let people know, like, what my business is about. Mm -hmm. Um, As far for the future... I'm still trying to figure out if that's a route that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to change the design because okay. I had I did come to the realization everyone doesn't want to wear Real Brown Enterprises across their chest. Okay, um, friends and family are different, but consumer right. wise, like I have to think. Yeah, outside of that, mm-hmm. I'm no longer um, marketing just to my family and friends. Mm-hmm. I'm now marketing to strangers, whoever. Yeah, strangers, <laughs> whoever. Um, so I am thinking about changing the colors okay. a little bit because I did just have like the white crew necks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, not the white crew necks, the white sweatshirts with the brown um, font or mm-hmm. found brown print, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, I am thinking about changing the color and the design and just what I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing all of this by yourself. Well, I have help. You have help. Okay. I have help. I had to because... I will be honest and say I'm a control freak. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that says I need another me. Yeah. Because I know if I do it, it's going to get done and Mm -hmm. it's going to get done right. Right. But um, I did get a graphic designer. Okay. Her name is Veronica from Creative Exception. She's amazing. Hello, Veronica. Hello, Veronica. (laughs) Um, She really took me out of my comfort zone because I had a completely different design for the business. Mm -hmm. Um, the first actual logo that we did was for Bria Brown Live mm-hmm. because when I started this, Bria Brown Enterprises wasn't even a thought. Right. I only had Bria Brown Live. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ended up creating me so many logos mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I have so much going on. Yeah. Um, but I was just happy that she got me out of my comfort zone. I also have a social media manager. Oh, perfect. So Bria Brown Enterprises, I don't do anything on that page okay granny i do still like oversee yeah. it but um, my social media manager has completely taken over that mm-hmm. um and i'm one of those people that if i see my friends has a gift um i will pour into that yeah and she's great at that mm-hmm. i don't think i am <laughs> <laughs> so i was like hey girl yeah you want to do something <laughs> i'll pay you okay Okay, great. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's been great because I can't do this all by myself. Listen, yeah, doing social for a nine-to-five and then having to do it for yourself, exhausting. But that's the thing, though. It's, <laughs> it's back to what we were first saying. Like, I can't be news Bria on Bria Brown mm-hmm. Enterprises. Like, yeah. you have to have a different tone right. when you're, you know, marketing mm-hmm. and all that. And that's not my strong suit. Yeah. I, I'm i very honest with people and let them know, like, this is what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. This is what I am not good at. Yeah. So, yeah, she, we go over social. Mm-hmm. Um, She'll have stuff written up. I'll maybe make some edits to it. Okay. Give her the pictures. Um, And, yeah, she's been a great help. Thank you so much, Christian. You're the best. <laughs> Hello, Christian. <laughs> Hello, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I want to circle back to BBE Gifts Back. Mm-hmm. Um, Because, like you just said, you raised money to send a student journalist to the NABJ yeah. conference. Yeah. Um, Is this your first year doing it? No. Or, okay. So this will be my second year doing okay. it. Um, It was first called BBL Gives Back. Okay. Because back then... Once again, I didn't have Bria Brown Enterprises. Mm-hmm. I only had Bria Brown Live. Right. Um, so what I did, I uh, raised, I think, $300. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was my own money. So okay. I saved $300. <laughs> um, and I paid for a student journalist from, I believe she was at Michigan State University. Okay, go green. Go green. Go white. <laughs> um, she was from MSU. And I believe she was a sports journalist. Mm-hmm. Um Yes, and I paid for her registration. That's so nice. Yeah, because I believe I basically my thing is I'm always trying to be the person that I didn't have when I was coming yeah. up. And 
NABJ is expensive. Um, yes. It's very expensive. <laughs> so for those who don't have the money or, yeah. you know, I just want to be that that bridge to mm-hmm. help you and kind of guide you yeah. and let you know, like, there is help and yeah. all of that. So, yeah. Because I wanted to go when they were here. Mm-hmm. And that was my first conference. Yeah. So I <laughs> luckily. So the only thing I really miss about my last job is some of the perks that I got because mm-hmm. I got to go to a lot of stuff like just for free or because yeah. like oh the mayor has to be there mm-hmm. so you have to go whatever mm-hmm. but so I got to go to one day of the conference just okay. to go and I mean it was it was cool um I was looking at those registration prices and I was like I don't have six hundred dollars well that's the thing so <laughs> I was spoiled the first year because okay. I was on the board mm-hmm. it was in my city I didn't have to really pay for um, a plane ticket. Mm -hmm. Well, I didn't have to pay for a plane ticket. I didn't pay for parking because I had my dad, I believe, my dad and my mom dropped me off Mm -hmm. and I stayed downtown for a week. Right. Um, And two, the thing is, this is also how that Bria Brown, um, the foundation started. Mm -hmm. Because my first year, I raised money for myself. Okay. And I told my um, sponsors that, I would do it again the next year, but I would send someone else. Okay. So the only way I was taking their money is if they signed something and held me accountable to send someone else the next okay. year. So yeah, always about giving back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So how can people donate? Is it just through the merch or can they like... So right now it's just through the merch. Okay. Um, I do think I'm going to do something different where people can do like a PayPal mm-hmm. um, if they want to just donate and not get merchandise. Right. Um, so I'm still working on that. Okay. But if someone does want to email me and want to help out with a student journalist for this year, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm taking it all. Okay. Because <laughs> registration does not go down. No. Oh, girl. <laughs> At all. Like you missed that early bird price. And it's, oh, it's, my goodness. You just got to take it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and this year it's moved up. Um, to July. Okay. And it's in Washington, D.C. this oh, year. And I don't believe I'll be going, but yeah. I still want to. And that's another thing, too, because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, do I want to still go right. and try and send someone? Yeah. Because that was difficult, mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you, because... So I had the money saved up and I wanted to make sure that she was taken care of first before mm-hmm. me. And while all of this was transpiring, I left my full time job. OK. I went to a part time job. OK. I was living at home. Mm-hmm. So them checks was different. Listen. <laughs> them checks was real different. Okay. Um, And then I had to buy a plane ticket. Yeah. Hotel outfits right just being honest because you gotta look good hair she's about to be shaking a lot of hands about to be shaking a lot of hands <laughs> all of that and i was just like you know what i don't i don't think i'm gonna go okay this year but <laughs> i made it happen yeah. and it was definitely worth it she was so appreciative mm-hmm. so i was just happy i was able to do that for yeah. her I love it. So how do students apply to or do you pick, do you hand select? So that's going to be coming out soon. Okay. Um, last year what I did, I wanted students to make a video because okay. it's a digital world. Right. Um, a one minute video um, just telling me why it's important for them to be at NABJ. Mm-hmm. She did a whole newscast. Okay. She like put my logo in her um, like her TV screen behind uh-huh. her. It was really dope. Dang, um, and so hers cute. really stood out around you know amongst everyone else's so Mm -hmm. yeah that's coming out soon yeah Yeah. okay just had to ask (laughs) yes i know coming (laughs) soon don't worry can't give out everything right not not yet gotta keep a little bit i did ask y'all okay (laughs) um so how has it been for you just juggling all of these different things that you have going on i know you mentioned that you have help Mm -hmm. but just day to day like is your mind always like racing like i gotta do this i gotta do that Mm -hmm. and how do you stay organized and manage your time (laughs) 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 i'm gonna be honest with you okay and i'm not gonna come on here and be like it's super great yeah it's tiring Mm -hmm. um just because I still have a nine to five. Right. So when I started, like I said, I had a part time job. Mm -hmm. So I was able to, you know, allocate more time to Bria Brown Live and what I wanted to Mm -hmm. do. Um, But now with the full time job and now with us having news, Mm -hmm. my role at work has increased. Yeah. So it's like I still have to manage that time, like you said, for the business. Mm -hmm. And I did make 
I did put my foot down and I took a break yeah. from everything. Even though I did launch in December, I still needed a break just mm-hmm. because I went so hard for the launch um, and so hard for the merchandise. Yeah. And yes, I still had help, but it's like my social media manager can only do so much. Right. I have to have the vision first. Mm-hmm. Then she can help me execute it. Right. Um. So I did take a break. Um. I had to just because I can get in my own mind sometimes and you can create your own anxiety. Yeah. I didn't think that was real mm-hmm. um, until last year when yeah. I first started dealing with very bad anxiety because of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just learning to take a step back. I'm learning not to force okay. things, um, especially with the merchandise, mm-hmm. because that's been a complete lesson. Okay. Um, and just really, like like I said, just take a step back, learning how to manage my time, setting aside days yeah. or maybe like an hour a day for something. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, my mind is constantly running mm-hmm. because I'm a creative. Right. That, that's what I am. So anytime I see something, I'm like, oh, how can I adapt that for BBE? Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? But it's just really taking that time to just take a step back. Yeah. Rest. Because you can't really create. You can't create as well as you should when you're tired. Right. And when you when you haven't relaxed and mm-hmm. when you really haven't given yourself a break. So yeah. I'm learning to do that. I'm trying. It's hard. It is very <laughs> no, it's really, really hard. And it's great though too, like with Christian, she'll tell me like, do not worry mm-hmm. about Bria Brown Enterprises. It's fine. Yeah. I got it. Okay. Go enjoy your birthday. Like, I, it was my birthday, and I was still trying to, like, give her stuff Aww. for the whole week because yeah. we did, like, giveaways and mm-hmm. stuff. And she was like, why are you texting me? <laughs> because. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I just wanted to make sure you yeah. had help. So I have to realize, you know, like, I put these people in position for right. a reason and that they know what they're doing, which yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, that control of. Yeah. Like, uh, no, I know what you uh, mean. It's just like, I can't take a break. I'm going to pass yet. this to you, but I still got like my yeah. my thumb and my yeah. index finger Absolutely. like still tugging on it just a little bit. Absolutely. But, yeah. So, yeah, it's hard, but it's also a learning lesson and it's something that I'm willing to learn. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. Do you use planners at all? Like, oh my use... goodness, girl. Oh, my purse. <laughs> you right keep there. it in your purse. I trying... got my planner right there. Yeah. Um, I use so many different things, mm-hmm. um, but actually doing pen to paper has been the best for me. Same. Um, I do use, I believe it's called Trello too. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and Planoli. Oh yeah. That's Planoli. What it's called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I use those two um, just to see how content will look mm-hmm. um, and like scheduling things like this. So right. I don't forget. Yeah. So planners. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have to, because I will forget. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, if I didn't write it down, it's not happening. So Sorry. And I really do forget. Like, I don't want people to think, like, you just don't be like, no, no I, I really forgot. do forget either that or emails. Mm-hmm. Emails really help. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I have to use a planner. Yeah. Same. I'm a pen to paper kind of girl. Yeah. Like, I can't, as much as I'm on my phone, I don't like to use the calendar on my phone. Yeah. I don't, probably because I'm just doing so many other things on it. I'm like, it'll be easier for me to like overlook it or just like, clear the notification well even with the planner too it allows me to decompress because i turn it into like a coloring book okay i know that sounds crazy no but like i color coordinate different things mm-hmm. so one day maybe blue okay another day maybe yellow mm-hmm. pink just go down <laughs> the line and i will sit there and take a day mm-hmm. and when i realize i have a lot of stuff going on i will make boxes around it add stickers mm-hmm. like i make it a whole event okay so that's also too like how i just come down and yeah. get away from things so okay yeah makes sense yes so why are you so passionate about media and storytelling Ooh. Why am I so passionate mm-hmm. about media and storytelling? No one has ever asked me that before. Thank you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hold on. Give me a moment. Why am I so passionate? Yes. Um I know it's a big question. It is, but I will have to say being exposed to Okay, so let's go back. Mm -hmm. Um, How I told you how my internship was at Channel 7 Mm -hmm. and I got to work with Carolyn Clifford. Right. But I was able to see her work firsthand with my cousin because my cousin was um, a cancer survivor. Okay. And for her make-a-wish, she wanted to meet uh, Rip Hamilton. Okay. So 
we were able to go and her camera crew came. Mm-hmm. They came to the house, my aunt's house. We went to the Pistons game. Okay. And I saw for the first time like how news really worked. Okay. So I will say because of Carolyn Clifford and seeing how attentive she was to my cousin and seeing how great that story came out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I want to do that, too. Okay. So I will say it was because of seeing what storytelling could do and how it could help right. a family. So I'll say that. Okay. Yeah. That's a good example. No one has ever asked me that. You know, I be trying to come with that <laughs> with that heat. No. <laughs> I try to ask good questions. No, that's really good. <laughs> you you really did make me have to think for a second. And I wasn't trying to be here all day. So I'm ah. like, let me think real quick. But that that's really true because <laughs> I saw what she did for my cousin. Yeah. And how happy she made my cousin mm-hmm. through her you know, through her job and everything like that. Yeah. So I love that. Yeah. So what to you makes a good story? Oh, well, there's so many, right. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many elements. Now, what type of story are you talking about? Are you talking about a feature story? Are you talking about a hard news story? I would say a feature story because I feel like with hard news, I don't know. Sometimes, well, see, now here I am interviewing you, right? (laughs) Because I'm just thinking with hard news, I'm like, sometimes the story is already there. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, say if somebody's house caught on fire or something, it's like, there's the story, Mm -hmm. but it's like, I guess, from what angle do you want to tell it? Like, so I will say, I will say personally, for me, it's about who's writing it. Mm -hmm. Um, not that you're interjecting yourself into the story because you're never the subject, um, but it's how you are. It's how you are um, displaying that information mm-hmm. to your audience. So for me, what's good for a good feature story is your intro. Mm-hmm. How how quick can yep. I grab your attention? Mm-hmm. Um, how compelling is that story? Um, Oh, wait, these are really good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, how compelling is that story? Um, and truth, mm-hmm. like authentic. Yeah. You know, like authentic storytelling. That's that's my foundation because a lot of times when I started Bria Brown Live, my tagline was, or when I rebranded Bria Brown Live, mm-hmm. excuse me, my tagline was, I share stories no one wants to tell, but everyone needs to hear. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you talking about mental health you're talking about um even myself I'm a very private person okay um and when I went to uh, uh, Michelle Obama's book tour she came to Detroit Mm -hmm. in December and that's when I showcased to the world that hey I'm dealing with anxiety okay and not only am I dealing with anxiety but I also go see a therapist okay like you know what I mean so um in that moment I was the subject right but I felt that through my story I could help someone right with that so I think being truthful mm-hmm. being honest having a compelling story all that makes for good storytelling yeah yeah I agree authenticity for sure yeah because I don't want you and to- the elements too I mean now I'm thinking like for work-wise mm-hmm. like you know having those videos right. inside a story mm-hmm. or having really good photos for sure people are visual creatures mm-hmm. so like being able to see you know what's going on yeah and um yeah it goes hand in hand yeah, yeah. I agree definitely visuals um I think that people I think people are starting to think more about it now but mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, don't just, I mean, you can take pictures on your phone, but make sure it's a good picture. Like, don't take a picture while you're moving. Yeah. And, like, try to use that in your, like, no, Like, no, in no. your picture, you looking you, like that. Okay, like, you're doing a, whoa, like, you need to be stagnant. Yeah. Take a good one. Sometimes yeah. you might have to take it over a couple times, but. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so when it, funny, going back to being in control, like, at my last job, me and my mm-hmm. coworker, sometimes if we couldn't make it to an event, like, say, if there was, like, a park opening or something, we would have somebody from a different department that was already yep. there take pictures for us. And then they would send them pictures back. And we would just be like, we just should have went. Right. We just well, here's went. the thing. When, at my very first job, um, so I was a reporter for CNG Newspapers. Mm-hmm. And my beat was uh, the East Sider. So I covered East Point and Roseville. Okay. And we did have photographers. Mm-hmm. 
But sometimes I was just like, you know what? I'm yeah. just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just go take a lunch break. Yeah, real quick. <laughs> AKA go snap some. pictures. AKA go snap some pictures. <laughs> and too, like sometimes the people that um, were being photographed, they didn't really, they weren't comfortable mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, so there was one time that I went yeah. and I did take my own photos, mm-hmm. and it worked out well. Yeah. And it was literally on my iPhone. Right. So. Yeah, don't underestimate that iPhone. Listen, you pay all this money and you ain't going to use that camera. Look. You got to use it for something. Listen. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you want your legacy to be? I know that's a heavy question, but just because you do so many things and you're giving back. So Mm -hmm. when people are thinking of Bria Brown Enterprises like Mm -hmm. five, ten years from now, like what are some things that you really want them to I guess, associate with your brand? Ooh, this is so difficult. That's crazy that you asked me about my legacy because I've been thinking about mm-hmm. it a lot lately, just like with Bria Brown Enterprises and then too with like um, uh, the death of Kobe and like him having him being a girl dad, how right. that's been trending now mm-hmm. and how um, I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So when I do get married, it's like my name is going to change, but I've right. already set in place something for my family's last name, mm-hmm. Bria Brown. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I want my legacy to be um, a woman who wasn't, Afraid to expand, take mm-hmm. up space, and do it authentically. Mm-hmm. Um, do it scared. Okay. Do it well. Mm-hmm. Like, scared. you can do something scared and well. Yeah. Um, and really just a woman who gave her all mm-hmm. to not only journalism, but media, yeah. to the community, to people. Um, I'm trying to think and really give you a good answer, not like just no... No, these no, are like, good things. No, like um, top go answer. I'm trying no. to go a little bit deeper, <laughs> but yeah, someone that really <clears throat> gave her all and inserted herself yeah. into her work to, so that it could last for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. Thank you. Um. Okay, I have two more questions. Okay. Well, one more and then a little tidbit. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? I just asked you four hard questions in a row. I'm saying back to back, back to back to back. Um, I'm still learning. Okay. I'm, if I can be completely honest, Mm -hmm. I'm still learning what that means. Um, because I focused so much on other people's Mm -hmm. stories. Yeah. Um, and now I'm out here sharing my own. Right. Um, so I'm still learning mm-hmm. what that means. Okay. Is that okay? That's okay. Okay. Because I'm like, is that okay to no. say? Has anyone ever said that? Actually, nobody has ever okay. said that. But I'm, I'm still learning. glad that you said that because, I mean, to me, it, it really is just you at all aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, every day is a learning experience. Absolutely. You're learning something new. Like yeah. you said, you're just launched you said in december yeah december yeah, 2nd i mean so it's no way that you're gonna be like i know everything i do every- not like i no. do not i'm forever a student <clears throat> mm-hmm. forever a student and yes. i'm also learning too that i do not have to be superwoman yes i can i don't mm-hmm. i don't want to be superwoman Listen, that's a lot of weight that's too much it is yeah i don't want that Mm-mm. I just want people to take me as I am at this moment. Yeah. Like we are constantly evolving mm-hmm. and like I said, learning and experiencing yeah. new things. Yeah. So I am glad that you said that. Oh, thank you. Nobody has said that before. People have given me some good answers now. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But that one. Thank you. Yeah. That was different. Thank you. I'm trying because I, I mean, I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like I'm still learning mm-hmm. who I am. Right. And I'm still learning. I just put my foot into a completely different territory. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ooh. Yeah. Okay, sis. Right. That's what we're doing now. Who, okay. Okay. We shed it that weight, but who are you today? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm still learning. Yeah. Yeah. I know what my other question was that I was going to ask. Okay. Um, What is something that somebody did not tell you or prepare you for um, before getting into this industry? The nose. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I came out of college thinking or knowing rather, let me correct myself. Yeah. I came out of college knowing that I would have a job. Mm. And it was uh, a lie. It was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole lie. Um, I graduated December 2015. I Me didn't too. Get, oh. Shout out to the December grads. <laughs> um, but I graduated December 2015 and I did not receive my job until July 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a portion of honestly from like. January of 2016 until maybe April. Okay. Where I don't like saying that I was depressed. Okay. Um cuz that's such a heavy word. Yeah. Um I was close. Okay. Um because all of my friends were soaring. Mm-hmm. Most of them had already graduated college. They went right into their field. Mm-hmm. Here I am. Okay, all these internships are like, oh yeah, you're gonna make it. You're right. gonna do this. You're gonna do well. You're gonna soar. Mm-hmm. You go through our program. You're definitely gonna get a job. Okay, and I'm just like, okay, sis, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, but it humbled me. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no one prepared me for the nose. Yeah. That listen, I understand. No 1, one prepared me for that at all. Yeah. I mean, I applied. Oh, I don't hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> hundreds of jobs hundreds and you want to know what's crazy what jobs that i applied for in 2015 and 16 i'm still getting responses back Girl, from those like the hr person because why <laughs> i mean it's been years i'm still getting responses back like we're so happy that you've applied for da da da, but we've decided to go in another direction. I would like, hope so. I would hope so. That was twenty sixteen. Yeah. You're still trying to fill that position after almost. But you four know years. what? I laughed about it, or I could laugh at it now. Back mm-hmm. then, I was just. It wasn't like, funny. <laughs> it was not funny at all. Yeah. Because I'm just like, why? Why isn't it happening for me? Mm-hmm. I know I'm just as good as this right. person, and. But it was all a learning experience, mm-hmm. and it's something that I needed to do because then I got my foundation from that newspaper. Okay. Um. So it was it was all according to plan. Yeah. So it happened how it needed to. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a job in your field, guys, don't Man, give up. Don't give up. <laughs> do not count out newspapers, mm-hmm. small local newspapers. Um. Well, that's for journalism. Right. Um, but yeah, just don't don't count yourself out. Right. That's what I will say. Mm-hmm. Because it was one point in time where it's like, okay, did I did I go into the right field? Yeah. Yeah. I, am I sure I mm-hmm. wanna be a broadcast journalist? Because apparently I'm not good enough. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just don't doubt yourself and um create your own lane. Mm-hmm. That's what honestly helped me was creating my own um I started my first website. I think it was called IMB mm-hmm. or official IMB, one of the two. Okay. Um, and that's what helped me with different internships because I said that it was my website, but it was really my portfolio right. to show them what I was doing on the side mm-hmm. outside of school. Yeah. So yeah. Whew. You just took me. You just flashed back for <laughs> me. It was hard. It no, it was so hard. Yeah. It was so hard. Uh-huh. But like looking back now, it's like sis. Yeah, you, you had it you had all it. along. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, like, one of the best lessons I learned was from a basketball coach. Okay. And he came into our communications class. It was uh, Greg Campy. Mm-hmm. Go Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to Oakland University. Okay. And he came into our communication class and he said, the power of who is the most amazing thing you could ever think of because it's not about what you know it's about who you know and who knows you mm-hmm. um yeah it's not about what you know it's about who who you know and who knows you mm-hmm. because you never know just off the strength of someone knowing you or knowing what you can do For sure. or just knowing of you yeah and you know saying oh yeah she can do this mm-hmm. or oh yeah she can do that that's how I got one of my internships um one of my bosses watched me he told me he watched me for two weeks mm-hmm. um even in my downtime and he saw that I was working like on other things um and he gave my information to this internship mm-hmm. I didn't even have to interview for that internship yeah. and that internship was only supposed to be six months and it ended up being a year okay 
So amazing. We yeah. love to see it. The power of who is for real. It's real. Yeah. So you never know who's watching you. So Seriously. don't be out here. Like if you really want to make something of yourself, like if you don't care, mm-hmm. do whatever you want. Right. But you never know who's watching mm-hmm. you. So don't be out here being crazy on yeah. social media. If you want to do that, then maybe you should create like a private page. That's what I said. Make a Finsta. Like, <laughs> it maybe create like a private page. But if you really want like your business to excel yeah. or, you know, whatever you have going on to excel, don't be out here acting crazy. Yeah. Do not be cursing on social media when when you're first starting mm-hmm. i will say that um because it's not a good look for job employers or anything like that yeah people so. really do look at that stuff no they do so. and i was just put in that position like I've, to look at somebody to else's. look at okay. somebody's stuff and yeah. i went i went in yeah like i'm like oh she got a private page mm-hmm. okay i know she got something else yeah somewhere and i found everything i scared myself mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, yeah, I like what I see. I'm going to bring her in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just be careful what you put out because it's always there. Yeah, it does. It definitely is. It's a digital forever. footprint. Yeah. So. It is. Yeah. <laughs> well, lastly, um, I just wanted to know where people can connect with you on social and on the web. So uh, my website is briabrownenterprises.com. Mm-hmm. On Very inst- cute website. Thank you <laughs> so much. Yeah, I worked so hard on that. Um, <laughs> on Instagram, I am Bria Brown Live. Mm-hmm. Um, the business is Bria Brown Enterprises. And on Twitter, I'm Bria Brown Live. On Facebook, it is Bria Brown Enterprises. Mm-hmm. And that's so, yeah. B-R-I-A. Yes, I'm yes. sorry. B-R-I-A, not B-R-E-A, right. not Brea, not Bree. <laughs> None of that. It's There's Bria. So many different ways. Yes, there is. <laughs> I've seen so many different spellings of Bria lately. Mm-hmm. It's it's been insane. Yeah. But yes, B R I A, mm-hmm. regular brown, like the color, <laughs> enterprises, and yeah. then Bria Brown Live. Perfect. So yes. thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Fun. I'm glad we got to meet in real life. I last know. Week. <laughs> I'm like I've been seeing you I know. on social. Yes, yes, I'm so happy we get to meet finally, and it was great. And this happens. So. Yes, and that's I'm what I'm saying. Friends. Like the power of who, mm-hmm. you know, because of our interaction. Yeah, and you were like, hmm, I know. What are you doing on such and such? You know, just <laughs> like okay, right for being sure. on your podcast. Right. <laughs> I think that was my response yeah. to you. Like I'm on your podcast. <laughs> Perfect. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this was great. Thank you so much oh, for having me, you. and thank you for asking me. Those hard questions. I won't yeah. say they were hard. I will say they were, um, they really made me think. Yeah. So. Thank you. They were thought provoking. I try hard with my questions, guys. I do them at like three o'clock in the morning, but they still get done. 3 a.m. I don't go to sleep at normal people time. <laughs> I'm not even going to judge you because I'm a night owl. So. Same. See? Yeah. But it's my job. My, mm-hmm. my previous job spot. Okay. So. I think it's just by nature for me. I've always been that way. And I hate waking up in the morning. I'm like the worst person to try to get up to go somewhere early. <sighs> I'm, I'm like, st- I'm, listen, I'm still working. On it. Yeah. Even for work, <laughs> I just like, I have to. Like, this is. Why See, I, I cut to? it super, super close every day. Uh, yeah. But <laughs> I shouldn't because of how close I live to my job. Yep. But that, I like sleep. That has made it worse for me, actually. It's made it worse. <laughs> I'm the last person to get to work every day. Well, I'm still, I'm the second. Okay. I'm the second. So I, mean, I get there before my boss. Okay. Yeah. Well, my boss is remote, so she's not there every day. Ooh, so I'm like, nobody can really say anything to me, but. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One day I'll get better. I'm not holding my breath on it though. But I mean, I'm I'm like one of the last people to leave. Okay. So it's like I, I am sometimes too. Yeah. Depending on what's going on. Mm-hmm. So and there has been times where my boss has told me to leave. Okay. So yeah. No, my boss always leaves before. Well, again, remote. But when she is here, she leaves before. <laughs> she typically leaves before me. Okay. Um. So yeah. Don't judge me, y'all. <laughs> no judgment zone. Well, as always, guys, thanks for listening. And I want you to remember that Detroit girls do it better. And we'll be back next week.